Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everybody, Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you on Oilers now 45 years ago today. The King passed away, Elvis Presley. Uh, we will pay homage during the course of today's show uh, to Elvis. Uh, Bob Stoffer joining you. Mark Spector is going to pop in fairly early on today's edition of Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. In the opening half hour, Mark Spector and a whole bunch of Jay Woodcroft, who was kind enough to join us yesterday. We'll hear from Jay in our Oilers Now audio vault for direct work, where we'll get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Specca in studio for about the next hour and a half here on Oilers Now. Again, for Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. There you go. That was that extra pump there was just for you, Hugh Porter. Uh, we will tell you that you can reach us at any time on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Get ready to rock at the River Creek. Tom Cochran, Saturday, November the 5th. Get your tickets now at rivercreeresort.com and you can text us on the Ashley Pine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com. Mr. Spector is in studio. Hello, Mark. How are you doing? Oh, doing pretty good. Bobby, nice to be yeah, in here. You know, I've been here for a while. I haven't yeah, seen you for a while. Well, I, I haven't seen you in the 630 Chad Studios since... Uh, the Pre-COVID. summer of twenty, yeah, twenty nineteen. I think yeah, summer right. of twenty nineteen would have been the last time. I had to hunt around my car for a mask. I'll tell you that right now, coming in here. <laughs> we, we should explain everybody that in the actual building at uh, Chorus, you have to wear a mask. Uh, we are separated by glass. This is the best you've looked for a while, actually. Spec the, the sun's been good to you, yeah. or maybe it's just the way that the reflection's hitting your 
uh, your face. I've just relaxed, pal. I'm just relaxed. It's been a good summer. I know. Chilled out, baby. I find that uh, we get better results out of you when you're face to face than Uh, over the phone. Because you're probably sitting out on the deck, sipping on a beer. Well, I was almost brought a beer in here, but I thought it'd be bad for him. Well, win or lose, we still booze. You know that. Uh, We're gonna hear some comments coming up from Jay Woodcroft. We're sitting here. It's the middle of. uh, it's the middle of August, but I'm going to throw a complete curveball at you before we get to some of Jay's stuff. Have you taken? Have you gone to any of the games at the no. World Junior Championship? No, I'm not accredited. Uh, I was given the option by my place there. We sent a younger person out to cover it, and my place said, you know what? you got a big season ahead. You're probably on holidays. If you don't wish to cover the tournament, you don't have to. And having covered a lot of World Juniors and... The last two here, a little bit, uh, the answer was no. I popped in uh, while I was at the entire game, uh, both uh, Saturday against the Czech, uh, Czechia. And yeah. remember, I remember when it used to be called Czechoslovakia. Then yeah, it became the Czech Republic, and now it's Czechia. Now it's Czechia. And how was the crowd for the Finland game? That's uh, fine. I never I, see numbers anymore. Yeah, right? I, th- I thought it was about 5,100 okay. uh, in around there. It was, it was a loud crowd. Uh, I was at the Finland game last night. I, had a, I bumped in about six or seven different sets of people during the course of the game. Huh? Um, you know, t- hey. This is about as good a weather as we've had in Edmonton for a long time, for a long stretch. I know on Saturday, I pulled off the doubleheader. I went to, to the uh, Canada game and then to the uh, Elks football game that oh, night did as you? well. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but, you know, 30 degrees during the day. Do you really want to be in watching hockey in August? We got finished. We had a late start to this past season. The Oilers went three rounds of the playoffs. The crowds, not surprisingly, have, have not no. been great. Should we be concerned by that? Do you think no, there's extenuating? No, no, no. Is it? Is it? I, I, there's been some inference from some guys out there. Um, oh, this reflects on Edmonton. I'm like, yeah, not what? a chance. Not a chance. Not you, a give chance. me okay. The floor well, is look, here. Look, it's it's World Junior fatigue. Three World Juniors inside two years in the same city, right? Right. You know the bubble two in 2020. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The aborted attempt last year, which would have been the well, that would have been the 2022 or no? How how do we do that? Yeah, I guess 2021 World Juniors, 2022 was. Yeah, 2021 be the, was the bubble. Was the bubble. 2022 was the one that uh, the Red Deer wedding uh, cost us, and here we are, not even you know the third one inside of two years, and now you say, oh, by the way, we're going to hold it in August in Edmonton when, you know, so you have a city that's that's really. You know, there's some fatigue. There's a lot of people who bought tickets to the bubble over two years ago who couldn't go because it was a bubble. And then they bought their tickets. They redid them for the year before, the next year, I should say. And they were ready for the big games, and the thing got canceled, whatever game's in. And, and we, now, you, now you're putting them on in August when people are now away. Now you say, come back a third and time. And haven't been it. able to travel for a few years. Yeah, people want to travel. People want to go to the lake. It's summertime in Edmonton, man. So, no, this has no reflection on Edmonton sports. All Absolutely right. not. So there's that. There's also the fact that the Oilers had an extended playoff run and with escalating ticket prices yep. that come with the territory. Every NHL team does it the further you you go in the playoffs. Uh, just people watched hockey in this town till late May for the first time. Right. And now it's just three months later, June, July, August, we've got hockey again. I mean... Do you think anybody uh, is out there holding their noses, uh, you know, as official members of the woke police saying, I want no part of this because because to me it doesn't reflect on any of the current players, as an example, that are on Team Canada, but the ongoing investigation with 2018... There are people that don't want to support Hockey Canada at this moment, including all of their major sponsors, or most of them. Right. And they're not saying that Tim Hortons and the Teluses and the other ones aren't saying... We don't support the kids on the team. No, they're not saying that, and they're not saying we're never coming back. They are saying 
we're stepping away sure. here until you guys right. get your house in order. And I think there's a lot of fans who are also stepping away until they get yes. their house in order. And that's absolutely fair. So this this confluence of events between, yeah. I think, has all played a factor oh, in it. So. For sure. Tough, tough, tough draw. Tough situation. Uh, uh, the kids are having a good tournament. And in your heart, everyone still cheers for Canada, no matter what all the other stuff says. But, uh, yeah, this one isn't going to make a lot of money this year. Uh, you can text us at 780-496-0063. So, yeah, pulled off the, the doubleheader on Saturday. You put a tweet out today on your beloved Edmonton Elks. Well, I don't know if I would say they're beloved. I grew up cheering for the other, the previous version. But um, well, you're not allowed listen, to... the Elks, the, listen, I, I guess I'd say this to you, Bob. I, I just followed a Dave Campbell tweet where he listed another three or four guys that got cut loose here. Right uh, by the Elks today, and I, I'm waiting for Chris Jones's playoff uh, player acquisition skills to kick in. Why is he? Why are we moving four or five players out every week? Well, let's bring in Brendan Escott right now, who's just on the other side, since he's now the pre and post guy on the Edmonton Elks. Are you surprised how much turnover has occurred with the football team, or is this a byproduct of the fact that the cupboards were were, were fairly bare when Jones took over, or is that a cop out? You tell me, Brendan. You're around it every day. There we go. I did that two days in a row with the wrong microphone. Um, it's tough to say, Bob. I can tell you one thing is the, the lack of continuity on this team has really started to rear its ugly head over the last few weeks. You haven't been able to build any chemistry because there's been so much turnover. And how do you prevent turnover? You win football games, you know. They brought in some high pedigree guys such as Jalen Collins, who was like a second round NFL pick in 2016. He might have been the most... Uh, um, he might have been the most mistake and penalty prone player out there. So it's not like they're not getting these high profile guys. They're just not getting anything out of them right now. Yeah, it's an interesting situation right now. Uh, you know, the CFL at the end of the day, spec is still a domestic league. What is the key to winning a domestic league? No, a lot of people having, say you're Canadians. Right? Having the best domestic players. It doesn't matter if you're talking international soccer, international hockey, whatever. Uh, you know, if you're, you know, you're, you're sitting there at uh, in the in the German league, or, or you know, you take a look at the nine-year run in the Bundesliga that Bayern Munich have had, and, and maybe they're the exception. It's a little bit of a different scenario because they they can get the best players yeah, from everywhere. But at the end of the day, I think. Joe Galat once said, I can find a start running back at any bar down in the States. Get me a good Canadian. And when well, the wait S- a sec, though. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If he can, Why can't the Edmonton Elks find a, a decent return man in any bar in the States? Because they've been looking for 20 years. Yeah. Okay, right. well, but that precedes, me, that precedes Chris Jones. Whatever. So Chris Jones is, I, I, waves his flag as the best, smartest football man there I, is. And I, let's, I'm I not seeing it, you, I'm surprised at the lack of, I'm surprised at the lack of traction that they've had oh my so goodness. far. Like I'm, I, I, and I thought they were going to win the game against Saskatchewan, right. but there were things that were occurring during that game that were signs that they were going to lose. You know, like, A lot of penalties. Quarterback takes off, and you know, and he was an okay start at okay state. He wasn't great, but he takes off Taylor Cornelius and has like a 35-yard run mm-hmm. and then botches a handoff that leads to a fumble in the red zone, right? And then they score, they go up late in the first half, and you give up a kick six on the return. And oh, it just that kills you. You're not supposed to give sucks, up kickoff returns. Sucks, sucks the life, right? Especially when you never get them. So. You know what? The thing about Canadians in the CFL is you won't be a championship team without having really good Canadians. You know who's got the best Canadians? Winnipeg. Winnipeg. For sure. And they're winning cups. And when the Eskimos won cups, they had great Canadians. All of that's true. 
you can be a good CFL team because you got a bunch of good Americans. You might not win a cup because your Canadians aren't good enough. But I'm I'm looking at an Elks team that isn't a good team, and they don't even have good Americans or enough good Americans. And this is supposed to be the easy part, right? For Chris Jones going down there, finding good American players, good skill guys. He doesn't have a quarterback here. I know Trey, uh, Trey, uh, what's his last name? Ford. Ford. She doesn't say Jones. Trey Ford got hurt, and he looks like a really promising guy. I loved watching him the short period of time he played. But quarterbacks are supposed to grow on trees. Running backs are supposed to grow on trees. Good receivers, good return men are supposed to grow on trees. They none, of them are, none of them are coming here. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I recall, you know, you and me spent five and a half years doing a show together at another station, another time. That was almost ended up only being two and a half years. And I, I know that in the extensive conversations that I had with Rick Lawlisher back then, he was well aware as the president of the then Edmonton Eskimos that mm-hmm. when they went to a salary management system, that the Eskimos' days of outbidding everybody for Canadian talent... Well, now it's a... It was okay. going to be neutralized. Made and, the best managed team win, just like the NHL now, right? right? All right. When we come back, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to get to... Uh, we'll run Jay, some of Jay Woodcroft's stuff at... Uh, 1235. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the changing complexion, perhaps, of how people perceive Ken Holland in this hockey market. You're listening to Oilers Now. It's 1218 at Edmonton. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, we are going to quickly blast through some text here, but first I got to find, all right, what's what's this button for right here? I'm going to go, how do I go like that? I want to just go up a little bit. Uh, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Terrence in Speedy Creek says, Bob, it took uh, Chris Jones two years to build a team in Saskatchewan. Give the man some time, Spectre. Uh, Boomer says, why aren't there some sort of uh, story about the hard feelings, about people getting screwed around for tickets? I thought I heard something like that, but wasn't truly paying attention. That one comes to us from Brooke, or from Boomer. I, I've not heard that, actually. DC says, I know it's just a name, but... Without the old name, I'm not interested at all in the Elks. Not the same. That one comes to us from D.C. Brew Crew says, Do the lack of Russian players affect the attendance? Politics aside, the Russian players are good and playing them is a draw. What do you think, Spec? Russians not being there, does that matter? No. No. I, I, listen, and as a guy who's has, uh, who recently jumped the fire when Latvia won their first game, Bob, at the World Juniors. At least you weren't nude. 0-27. Uh, it's a better tournament when Russia's in it than when Latvia's in it, I'm here to tell you. But that is not a factor in what's going on here, no. All right. Uh, it took about six years to mess up the Elks after Jones left. It could take as long to fix it. Just saying that one comes to us from Haas. Everything you want to know about the Elks on Oilers now, who knew? More hockey and a lot less football. <laughs> uh, Bob, how many years ago were you in your Twitter profile picture? Seems like the mid to late 1900s. Uh, that pitter, uh, Twitter profile picture picture is from the year 2001. Uh, just thought I'd change it up. All right, Spec. A lot of people thought when Ken Holland was hired as general manager, there was some criticism out there. And, and, and that comes with the territory. You're in a market that cares about hockey. People are allowed to have their opinions. Uh, the Oilers have finished 12th, 11th, and 11th the last three years. 
Um, Ken Holland will tell you they made the playoffs ostensibly all three seasons. I know Fear the Fear the Finn, the San Jose Sharks fan, will drill me and say, oh, they didn't make it. They lost to Chicago in the playing series, whatever. Yeah. They went three rounds of the playoffs, and was we've discussed before the, uh, the Oilers in Minnesota, the only teams in the top 12 in the standings last year that have their last four first-rounders uh, that had all four, first four first-round picks from the last four years. And uh, the Oilers, the only team in the NHL, 10 straight first-round picks still in the organization. They're the only team in the league that can boast that. Does it say something? Has the perception changed on Ken Holland because of Edmonton's play into the uh, conference final and the fact that he's been true to his word? Yeah, he's, go for it. Yeah, winning fixes everything, right? Winning, you know, we were just talking about the Alex and Chris Jones. Win 10 in a row or make some playoffs and the conversation changes. Ken Holland came here, took a team that wasn't winning, and has them in the playoffs every year. And now they've had a very successful run, their first, you know, Final Four in forever. So, sure, I I liked his hire at the time that they hired him because he's just very experienced and he's seen all the problems and he's fixed teams and he's built teams. Everything he has to do in Edmonton, he's done two or three times before elsewhere. So I thought this is a good man for the job. And I guess, you know, three seasons later, we're seeing that, yeah, he is a good man for the job. They got a good team. And you got to give Ken Holland a lot of the credit for that. So the key to, I mean, it, it's funny because you and me watched, I remember back in 06, we joked around and you had Detroit in three, and I actually mm. got one of the rare times I got one right mm. on that series. But we knew how good Detroit was for all those years. They were in it every year. They were a legitimate threat to win the Cup basically from 1990, really from about 1994 all the way yep. until probably 2011 and 12. So for about an 18-year, I know they made the playoffs longer than that, but... 25 they, years in a row, but, but they were, they were a, a Cup contender for certainly 17 of those years, let's say. And a lot of it was because of their buying power. Yeah. They were a big money team. Detroit, Colorado, and Dallas were the big money teams in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. But that was an organization that drafted better than those other two teams. That was the other key to it. And where did Ken Holland make his A? Oh, in Sweden and Russia. And how did he start his career? As, well, an, as, as a, a scout. scout. Sure. Right. So he had Hulk and Anderson over in Sweden bringing over the Holmstroms and the. You know, Lidstrom's. Lidstrom's and those guys that just, he had a good scouting staff and they drafted well and developed well, sure. So he comes to Edmonton, says, we got to draft and develop, and we sit here and, I mean, there's, I, all the stuff I knew and I didn't want to say anyhow. That's a, that's a great title for a book one day, Mark. Maybe. It is a good title for a book. I'll be 80 then, but uh, I digress. <laughs> so, no, you just, you look at like the some of the misses in the second and third round and that's a given. It's a given. There's, there's it, been this misses. That's this the draft. That, that's the draft. Right. But, but he's retained his first round picks, and mm-hmm. you know what? He was on a couple of weeks ago. Mark, he went to the U18. A lot of good forwards. He said it on the air. A lot of good forwards. General manager yeah. goes and sees these guys. Goes, geez, there's a lot of good forwards here. Kind of makes a guy. And I thought to myself, there's only one way I would move the first round pick. And that is? I got to get a star back. Yeah. It has to be, a, it, you know, in, in this landscape, this season, we were just talking off air, but this this has to be a, the kind of move that brings in the player that's going to put you over the top to really contend right. and perhaps win a Stanley Cup. We're not like ta- Patrick Kane or someone like that, right? There we go. We're not talking, with all due respect, Blake no. Coleman or Brandon Hagel. No, no, no. We're talking, if you're going to give up a number, and, and if you're going to get a Vander Kane, you're talking a four or five piece 
trade. Like you're talking a guy like Paul Yarvey. Patrick Kane, yeah. You know, Paul yeah. Yarvey and your, your first-round pick. and Well, let's see prospect, what the market prospect, is, right? prospect, Remember, right? there's only one year left on Kane's deal. Uh, you may not get him till the deadline. Well, that's so. If you're Chicago, I, I know they can sit there and say, "Well, no, we want." They know they want. They'd like to move him for the most possible right now. Right, which which is right. But now. Edmonton can't take on an eleven million dollar contract. Uh, I mean, well, they'd have they, to clear they, out some they, serious salary, pal. If they eat half you know. the cap space, if they take on, if they retain fifty percent. Mm-hmm. And by the way, they've already—he's only owed two point nine million in real dollars. Well, that's nice for Daryl Cates because he's the one paying the bills. But the number that matters is the ten and a half million dollar cap space. <laughs> so now you knock it down to five point two five. Okay. Yeah, what, well, how much do Fogel and that's a start. Uh, how much do Fogel and Pulleyarvi make combined? Yeah. Well, there you 5. go. Five point seven five. There you go. Okay. No, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, you would have—it'd have to be a four or five person. I, but you're with me. The only way you, given that Ken Holland has seen. The depth of this year's coming draft. Mm-hmm. The only way you're moving that number one is if you're getting a home run guy that can help yeah. you get over top. Listen, Agreed? there's there's a lot, as they say, to unpack here. In the old days, before the cap system, the Leafs moved their first round pick every year, thinking they were ready to win. They were never ready to win, and they never won. And they foolishly depleted their farm system, but they could just go sign and sign and spend and spend and spend. Those days are over now. You have any good team has young players playing for them. Ryan McLeod is going to play for you this year, whether his season's good or his season's bad. They need him in the lineup, so you have to keep those first round picks. Roland has Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line uh, as the only person to text the show in January and say Ken Holland was doing a good job of rebuilding the foundation of the team. My uh, my uh, my opinion has not changed. My my option has changed. What the heck? I checked. I remember Roland texting the show and saying, hey, everybody just needs to chill out. They've got a lot of pieces here. Well, let's, get, like, let's redefine success. When we started, when the Ken Holland started here, success was make the playoffs, right? right? Just make the playoffs. Did it three years in a row. Now it's not make the playoffs anymore. Now they are, in my mind, a legitimate Stanley Cup contender. That's, they got to contend for a cup now. That's it. That's where we're going next when we come back after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.